Welcome, witches. Welcome back to another episode of the Still Rooms Grimoire. I'm your host, April Eckweilen. And so, yeah, so we've been pretty busy. Um, we were traveling for a little bit and, you know, Mercury is still in the microwave or whatever. Um, so been dealing with that and our, our oldest graduated from college, um, this past Friday. So there's been a lot going on, but I kind of wanted to come on here and bring back a little bit of a, a series that I did last year, actually, in regards to like folklore and some interesting places, kind of like a little bit of witchy tourism slash folklore kind of kind of feeling since um, this past trip that we did in April, we went to a lot of different places. So let's just, let's just, let's just start off. All right, let's, let's get this started. So for so many, gosh, I think it's probably like the past three years now, um, I have been wanting to visit this one cemetery in, in Ohio, um, kept seeing, you know, pictures about it, kept seeing information about, um, like just different monuments there, but there was one specific monument that I, I absolutely, I absolutely had to see. So the cemetery that I am talking about is Lakeview Cemetery in Cleveland, Ohio. And the monument that I have just been, you know, no pun intended, dying to see um, is what is known as the Hasarat Angel. And, uh, you know, it's pictured in, in the show art and everything. And I'll probably share some, some of my pictures that I took um, on our socials of it. But I have been wanting to visit this monument and this cemetery because this cemetery is just absolutely huge and it has so many cool things in it and um, a lot of very um, reputable people who are who are interred there. Um, but yeah, I have just been wanting to see it. And every single time we tried to make it happen, I think we were going to try to do this like last summer when we went up north and we were going to try to make it you know, make it back, um, going like through Ohio, just to kind of come back from, you know, up North, come back to, down to Florida, just a different way, but we just, we just couldn't make it, couldn't make it work. But this trip, um, we did. And I was like, I was like a, like a kid in a candy store. I mean, we, when we pulled into the cemetery, we, we didn't quite know where it was. We just knew the, the section that it was in. So it's in section nine, um, lot number 14. And it is, it's not really hidden, but it's kind of back off the road. So you could miss it if you're, if you're just driving by and you're not paying attention. Um, but there is like a big, um, mausoleum that's right next to it. But like we saw it from the road and of course I got all giddy and everything. And once we finally, you know, found a, a spot where we could park the car, I was making a beeline for, for this monument because I was just so excited to see it. So a little bit of backstory about, 
um, this family's plot because it is a family plot. Um, it is the family plot of Francis Hasserat. Um, he was a businessman. Um, him and his family emigrated from Germany in about the 1830s and they settled in Cleveland. Um, he was a canning entrepreneur. So he did a lot of importing and distribution of foods like coffee, tea, fruits and stuff, you know, things from the Pacific coast. And um, so he was known for, for that. And, you know, the, the, the cemetery itself um, you know, is like I said, is outrageously, you know, huge. It is like, oh, it's gosh, I'm trying to, trying to see here. It's, it's, what is it like? I think it's like 200, um, 280 acres, I believe. So, um, it's, it's, it's huge. And they have maps that are available at, um, at the office. So definitely if you are going to be going to check this out, I definitely recommend you getting a map. It's going to give you, um, it's going to give you just you know, like different, different graves that you need, that you need to go and you need to see. Um, but this, the, this monument is just, it is breathtaking when, when you, when you see it and, you know, when you walk up to it, it is this life-size statue of this angel. So the Hasarat angel, it's, it's actual name of the sculpture is the angel of death victorious. And it, it is sitting there like on this throne, so to speak, surrounding it, the wings are, you know, outstretched, but they're still kind of like, they're not fully up and open. Like you would normally see like in, um, angel statue work, um, very, very stoic. And, um, it's seated on like a marble, um, headstone and it's holding, um, a torch, but the torch is upside down. Um, so where the flame of the torch would be is actually, you know, in, in the ground. And that is a symbol because, you know, everything, especially back, back then with, with graves and everything, everything on a monument on a headstone had symbolism and it stood for, for certain things. So this has a torch upside down and it is a symbol of life is extinguished. And, um, unlike a lot of angels that you see in, um, in cemeteries, you know, that they're look they're like, usually like looking kind of like up, like up to the sky, up to the heavens, or sometimes they're looking kind of down and off to the side. This one is looking straight ahead. And I think, I think that's why she is so just kind of like you get, like some people get a little like of that unnerving feeling, um, when they're around her just because one, she is this like life-size statue and two, because she is literally just looking straight ahead. And, you know, some people find that just like a little, a little creepy, a little, a little un you know, unnerving. And some people say that like her eyes seem to like follow you and, you know, not only do we have this, this beautiful monument in, in this cemetery, you know, it's, 
it's this very stoic looking monument. It is gazing straight ahead. It's the eyes are kind of like, you know, hollow. It's just, it's just got this very just interesting energy about it. Um, we also have the fact that it looks like it's crying black tears. So that gives it its own vibe and own energy. And, um, with this, it is, um, obviously, you know, it's a bronze statue. This has been weathered. It has age on it. So that's like the, like the patina of it, but it's just kind of interesting that around the eyes, around the face, it looks like the face is stained from crying these, these black tears. And some people call it like the black angel. Some people, you know, call it just the angel of death. Um, you know, like I said, it's, its name is the angel of death victorious. Um, but some people just, you know, give it its own, give it its own little names, but it's very, it's very much just when you gaze at it and I, it's so hard for me to just explain it. And even just to show you in pictures, when I share them on the socials, you know, it's, you're gonna, you're gonna get a sense from it. You're gonna see, you're gonna kind of feel what I'm trying to explain, but gosh, if you could go and see this in person and just spend some time there, oh my God, it is just the energy and the just staring at this statue is just, is just amazing. It's just amazing because she has this very blank, just kind of very emotionless look on her face. Um, just very much just staring straight ahead and almost like she's just gazing into your soul. Um, and, and I can get where people think that it feels like she's almost watching you because when you walk around her and you, and you just look at her, it looks like she is just kind of following you and gazing at you. Um, and of course with, with this, with a monument like this and some legend and lore around it, there's always going to be some stories, some stories there. So, um, there are stories of if you, if you sit on, on her lap, um, it warns you of your impending death. If you, you know, if you sit on, on, on her lap, um, it talks about, um, if people touch, um, like hold on to her hands on top of the, on top of the, the torch that, you know, bad luck will come. So there's, there's all of these different things that go on, um, different lore, different legends. There's, you know, of course there's something, you know, Oh, if you, if you were around there and you gaze into her eyes at midnight on, on Halloween night, then, you know, something bad will happen or your death will be, you know, soon, or it, it's just, obviously there's all these, there's all these different lores and legends around him, but you know, it's the, the symbolism of it and just everything about this statue is just so beautiful. It is just so beautiful. So with that, like I said, with that inverted torch, you know, symbolizing that, you know, the flame of our life has been 
extinguished. The angel, you know, the fact that she is this angel, even though her wings are kind of just like down a little bit and she's not looking up towards, towards the heaven. This is, you know, our, it represents, you know, faith, faith in whatever it is that you believe in. It also is about, you know, our immortality and kind of this whole, like, you know, where, where she gets her name, you know, the angel of death victorious is with this, um, with the, the torch, you know, upside down and, um, you know, this kind of victory of faith over death. That's kind of how she got her name. Um, it's the statue itself is supposed to instill peace. It's supposed to, you know, kind of, kind of give that almost a little bit of hope that, um, our existence doesn't end, you know, when, when we die, but, you know, still a lot of people, when they go there, a lot of people, when they see her get this uneasy feeling when they, when they walk by or stand in front of the statue, um, some, some feel, you know, peace when they are there, when we were there, um, there was somebody, uh, actually behind the statue, just sitting there up against the statue, doing a little bit of a meditation. And when they walked out, it was like, they're like, oh yeah, this is like a great place to meditate, you know, cause in the back, in the back of the statue, it's like a little bit of a hill. So it kind of goes down. And if you were to walk down that hill, it would take you to a, um, to like another street, another part of the cemetery, but it's just, it's just an open, just kind of woods area, um, that just brings a little bit of peace. So, um, everybody, everybody sees it differently. Like I said, some people feel that it is a, um, kind of like a scary, kind of unnerving place. And other people find it as, as a place of just tremendous peace. And, um, a lot of people, feel that when they go there, it kind of helps them with their own loss, with their own face of death. And they go there for that strength. So when we were there, you know, you all know, you've heard me talk about whenever I go into a cemetery that I'm always leaving offerings and such. So yes, we left, you know, we obviously we, we paid the gatekeeper. Um, when we went in, I brought actually a bunch of stuff to leave for offerings at, at different, at different locations around the cemetery. But I made sure to leave offerings, um, at the angel. I stood there and talked for a little bit. I actually went live a little bit, um, on the, on the Facebook page, uh, really quickly for, um, for this to show you guys. So you can always go back and, and check that out, but just spending that time there and seeing it, you know, yeah, I can say it was one of those kind of bucket list items that I checked off my list. And if you ever get the chance to go there, definitely go and check, check her out and, and take the time to walk around that amazing space. There are so many different, um, different things, um, around there. Um, president Garfield, uh, is, is there, there's this humongous, um, almost looks like a little mini castle. It's like a big tower, um, for, for him there. And I believe during like the summer months, I think it was like the end of April through November. So summer, fall, um, you can actually go inside and they do like little tours on the inside. Um, but there's 
all sorts of things. They're beautiful, beautiful gardens and monuments. There's even a geocache there. Everybody knows that, um, that my husband likes a geocache. So there was some geocaches there that we got to do, but definitely if you go see the Hasarat angel, go and spend, go and spend some time there. Um, like I said, it's very much, I felt when I was there, cause you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, you're in a cemetery, you're going here, you, you hear all the stories about, you know, different, um, you know, different monuments and, you know, all the different lore and the scary stuff, you know, what did you feel when you were there? And honestly, I felt just utter peace. I mean, yes, I can tell you she is overwhelming when you first see her, especially when you see her up close. And I think it's just because of her sheer size, because she is this life-size, you know, statue, but I was just in awe. I mean, we even went back after we went around, um, the cemetery for a little bit before we left, before it closed. Um, I just went back there and just stood there and just, just stood there and just gazed at her and, you know, took some different pictures from different angles and, paid my respects, you know, because you also, you know, you have to keep in mind when you go to cemeteries, obviously there are people buried there and you want to be respectful. So I was, I also paid my respects to the Hasarat family who was there thanking them, you know, for, for this monument and giving my respects. Um, but I felt, you know, just amazing, just tranquility there and I loved spending time there. And I, you know, if I'm ever in that area again, I will definitely, definitely be back. Um, so, so yeah, you know, just if you get to go there, just remember, you know, any of the cemeteries that you go to, to, you know, visit, to see, especially if you're going for specific graves and such, you know, just remember to be respectful. I like to leave offerings, um, at graves, especially the ones that I am specifically going to see, obviously still leaving offerings at the, at the gate for the gatekeeper, but just being respectful and not disturbing anything, not taking anything, um, and just honoring that, that place and, and spending, you know, spending whatever time you need to spend there, but, you know, just ultimately showing your respect. And if you are needing to do any, you know, any workings in a cemetery, because there are workings that can be done and, you know, like remnants of spells and stuff that, you know, the directions are to leave them at a crossroads in a cemetery or, or whatnot, but just, you know, making sure you're being respectful and, you know, environmentally aware and so on. It's just, it's just, it's important, um, for, for this space. And you all know that, you know, cemeteries are just a, I, I love them. I love going to them. I'm going to be talking more about some from this trip in other episodes, but I love visiting them not only for their history, but I just tend to connect with cemeteries very much. I am very at peace at, with them. Um, I love the old cemeteries and walking around and learning about the people there. Um, there's only been one cemetery that, you know, I went to that I really didn't spend a whole heck of a lot of time on. And that was the abandoned cemetery in um, Pennsylvania um, with an abandoned mausoleum and such. And that was just, it was very heartbreaking. And the energy there, that was where I, 
I really felt drained and heavy. And like I said, didn't really spend much time there. I think I was there for all of 20 minutes and anybody who knows me, I'm in a cemetery for no less than a couple of hours um, when we go visit. So, but this one, this one was great. It was a beautiful, beautiful, absolutely beautiful um, statue to go, to go visit. And, you know, whether or not you, you want to believe in the lore or not um, is up to you. But um, go and visit and take in this, this space, take in the energy. And, you know, it, the statue is going to be there. And, you know, hopefully it's, you know, not going to change, you know, much, Um, might get a little bit more, more weathered, but, um, you know, take a look at it and see what energy you get from it. See what you come away with, um, on it and allow yourself to interpret the angel and its energies and what it might be doing or not doing. However you wish, you know, take that and interpret it how, how you want to and, and go from there. That's all we can do, but it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I just can't, I just, that's all I, that's all I keep saying about it is that it's just, it is just amazing. Um, but if you do get to go to Lakeview cemetery, there are over 10,000 graves in this cemetery. Um, it's rather big, like I said, but, um, you know, just, just take your time, take, take a few hours, grab a map over at the front, um, and see what it's all about. It's, it's, it's awesome. There's a lot of little areas in there where people can actually just sit. We saw a lot of people in there just walking around, walking dogs, you know, jogging, just walking, um, you know, listening to headphones. It's a great place to just wander. Um, just, just a beautiful, beautiful space. So definitely check it out if you are in the Cleveland area. And then, you know, if you want a little something, a little light, like lighthearted, you can go on over just a little bit. I think it was like, maybe like maybe 15 minutes away was the Christmas story house. So we got to go, you know, check out that, uh, that classic house from the classic, um, movie, a Christmas story. So that was pretty cool. That was cool. Cool to see. So, um, so yeah, there's lots of, lots of fun stuff to do, um, around there. There's even like a haunted house restaurant, haunted house themed restaurant that we got to go to, which was pretty, pretty cool. So yeah, if you're ever in the Cleveland area, go and check it out. So I'll definitely be talking more about some little, you know, some witchy tourism and some folklore and everything involved in that, um, not, not next episode, but probably some episodes here soon. I'm going to talk about our time in Louisville that we did on this trip as well. And our visit to the witch's tree, um, in Louisville and, um, a cemetery in Louisville as well. So, um, so yeah, to stay tuned for that coming, coming up soon. So let's talk about the card of the week. So this week's card will be the eight of pentacles. So the eight of pentacles is all about your hard work, putting in your hard work to your, your, your craft, putting your hard work into, you know, what it is that you want to do, but this is, I always say that this is the practice makes permanent 
card, not the practice makes per perfect because we always need to adjust. We're never going to be perfect. Our practice is never going to be perfect. So we're always going to adjust. We're always going to tweak things. We're always going to rearrange things. And this is the perfect card to do that. It allows us the time to work on what it is that we want to work on, adjust, make little tweaks, make little adjustments here and there as needed so we can continue to move forward, so we can continue to grow and so we continue to go on our path. So definitely put in the work, keep adjusting, keep learning, keep seeing how you can arrange things and do things maybe just a little bit differently to make them permanent make them part of your skill set, always moving forward, always pushing forward. So there you have it. So hopefully you guys learned a little bit about, um, the Hasarat angel, um, and you know, Hey, go on, you know, go online and look up some of its lore. There's, like I said, there's so much out there, so many different stories out there, different, different little, you know, things about if you're, if you're here at this time, or if you touch this, or if you leave this, um, that you can definitely go and, and check out for yourself. But, uh, I look forward to sharing more of my little witchy, um, tourism with you. And Hey, maybe if it's something that you want to do, maybe you can fill out a little map of your own about places that you want to go visit, um, that have these little, these little lores and legends to them. Um, that's how we travel. We, we have a Google map and we just keep adding pins to it. We have one for the States and we have one over in Europe. And, you know, of course they're dotted with cemeteries and different haunted places and places we want to go check out that have some legends and lore to them. Um, so yeah, definitely, um, definitely do that or keep a little notebook about them. But we like the little map because it's right on your phone. And when you're in an area, you can just go and see, see what's around. Um, and, and check out some really cool and interesting places. So hopefully you enjoyed it. And like I said, I will share some pictures of the Hasarat angel, um, on our socials, but if you're ever in the Cleveland area, definitely go and check her out. Just make sure that you check the cemetery, um, website for their hours, because like right now, since you know, we're getting into the summer and everything and it stays darker. I mean, sorry, it stays lighter, um, later they're open until 7 30 PM, but I believe in the winter months after the time changes, I want to say they close at like 4 30 PM. So just, you know, just make sure you check out, um, their hours and everything before you go and, um, yeah, take some time to wander around there. It is a beautiful and just absolutely beautiful space. So I hope you enjoy it just as much as I did. So thank you so much for joining me this week. This has been a production of The Still Room, music by Breakmaster Cylinder. Don't forget to check out our online coven on Facebook at Awaken the Witch, our little, uh, our little Facebook community there where you can post you know, anything and everything and ask questions and learn and just be around like-minded people. Um, and then don't forget, you know, follow us on our socials, um, Facebook and Instagram, The Still Room Grimoires Pod. 
And then we also have the shop page on there as well. The still room FL, you have to put the FL on there just because somebody else had the still room. So we had to put where we were. And then also, you know, Raven shop cat, she is on Instagram. She is stealing hearts every single time she's in the shop. So if you are local, make sure you check out um, the shop socials, because that's where we post when she's working and when she'll be in the shop. So um, you can all stop by and say hi. So thank you again so much for joining me this week and I will see you next week. Take care, witches. Blessed be.